I think we're ready to get started. Um, Brandon? Yes, thank you. Um, and yes, we do have everybody admitted and, and hooked up. So um, okay, good. I will go ahead and get started with our uh, announcement about uh, COVID provisions just for the uh, Kansas thank you. Meetings Act. Um, and uh, maybe maybe just a word first that um, the city is uh, starting to sl slowly transition back to some in-person meetings uh, with in-person board attendance. Uh, I did send a message to the board members uh, earlier today, just a, a note about that, um, that we hope to be able to do that with, with this board um, in the near future. Uh, right now we are sort of limited in our technical capability to accommodate a board of seven. Um, and all of our advisory boards, I think, uh, have, have seven or more members. So uh, while the city commission has started returning to in-person meetings, we're still kind of working through the logistics of how to actually accommodate that in this room um, for those boards that have seven or more members. So uh, I appreciate your patience as we continue working through those technical challenges. Um, so uh, related to this evening's meeting, uh, just a few reminders. Uh, that um, board members and other participants must state their names and titles each time they speak. Uh, various members of city staff are present in the room and via Zoom. We must also state our names and titles each time we speak. Um, all motions need to be stated clearly. After a motion is made and seconded, the chair will call on board members individually to provide their vote. The chair will then announce whether or not the motion carried as well as a count of the vote. The agenda for the meeting uh, provided instructions for how to submit public comment and how it will be handled. And we did receive some written public comment, which is um, attached as correspondence to this agenda. Uh, finally, um, the, the chair will call for in-person public comment for those um, who are in, in attendance um, in person. And I, I will say at this point, we do not have anybody um, attending in person, but I will advise if that uh, status changes. Um, and then lastly, uh, please, those of us on Zoom, uh, please mute yourselves when you're not speaking. Thank you. Uh, this is Chair Salvini. Thank you, Brandon. Um, we're ready to go ahead and get started with, uh, with the agenda. Um, uh, item A, approve minutes. This would be the uh, minutes from June 10th, 2021. Jane Gibson, board member. I move we approve the minutes from June 10th, 2021. Second. Sanjay board member. Second. There's a motion by this uh, Chair Salvini. There's a motion by board member Gibson to approve. There's a second by board member Mishra to that's a seconding the motion. Uh, any discussion? If not, um, those of you who approve say yay. Those of you opposed, nay. Gibson? Yay. Graybill? Board member Graybill, yay. Littleton? Yay. Mishra? Sanjay Mishra, board member, yes. Robinson? Yay. Taylor? Board member Marie Taylor, yay. Chair Salvini, yay. We've got seven affirmed votes for the minutes. Thank you all. Um, we'll move on to public comments. Um, Stephanie, would you like to take uh, agenda item B? 
Sure, this board member Stephanie Bolton. Thank you. So we have one um, communication that has been submitted and that was by um, citizen Stephen Watts. And so that is attached to the agenda. And I think, um, Brandon, we don't have anybody um, in to speak, is that correct? Correct. Okay. So then I Stephanie, think I what about Alex? Alex is here. Hello, Alex. I didn't even see him up there. Alex, do you have anything you wish to speak of? No. Okay. okay. Thank you. Very good. Thank you, Stephanie. Okay, we'll go ahead and move to agenda item C. We'll go to number one. I received the City of Lawrence Police Department report to the Kansas Attorney General on racial and other bias-based policing. Brandon? Yes, this is a city manager, Brandon McGuire. Uh, Lieutenant Dave Ernst is actually gonna walk uh, board members through the okay. report real quick. So I'll turn the floor over to him. Hello everyone, uh, Lieutenant David Ernst. Um, for some of you, this is mildly old hat in the sense I think this is our third year in presenting this report. Just to kind of go over the process of this report is, so we have a requirement to um, submit the report to you prior to providing it to the Attorney General's office. So what has been done is essentially creating a Word document that mirrors uh, the output from the AG's office after we put in the data. So this is a draft report, but essentially you go to their website, you select the reporting year and then put in the data and it will generate a report very similar to this. So just to walk you through, uh, the, the, the reporting year I believe is self-explanatory. As you note, we've had three uh, complaints in the past reporting year. And then we have the questions uh, that are required us to answer, which is now uh, we've consistently answered the same, I think, for the past couple of years. Uh, the only thing that has changed, well, last year we were collecting citation data and this year as well. And so um, I guess I'll just take any questions you might have. Any questions? Uh, this is Chair Salvini. Any questions? Comments? Mm -hmm. uh, board Member Mishra? Thank you, Tanya. This is Board Member Sanjay. So one of the things I looked at this table is the date the complaint was received and the lag when the complaint was closed. Is that regular and the second question uh, officer Ernst, let me piggyback on it is what's the source of this complaint uh, someplace outside of this i have seen some are public generated some are internal sure so one about the length of time um it, it would tell i don't i don't know exactly for these because i'm not in the office of professional accountability anymore something that t t is typical is out uh, waiting the outcome of court proceedings that's a common reason that puts what would appear to be a a, a lengthy delay on things and so um I, I can't say if is this typical or normal it's really just dependent upon the circumstances but uh, at least in my experience of being down there, once once the ability to investigate, you know, where the, the court proceedings is over, any sort of, 
hindrances might be there, it, it, I don't want to say it doesn't take too long, but it generally is worked on fairly expeditiously. Uh, as far as you mentioned the complaints about them being internal or external, um, I believe you had received some information via email earlier on one of the complaints, but I can uh, just briefly go through. Complaint 20-5 was an internally generated complaint. 20-6 was externally generated. And the PC21-017, um, I don't know the source of that. I suspect it's externally generated um, based on it's waiting for the court proceedings, but I, I don't know. And also just to add the, the identifier uh, difference there, you know, if you notice we have the 20-5 and 20-6 and then the, the identifier changes and that is due to our new IA Pro, our complaint tracking software. Thank you. Um, this is Chair Salvini calling on Board Member Taylor. Board Member Marie Taylor. Um, thank you for presenting this report uh, to the board. I'm wondering um, whether the format is just to meet the minimum requirements that are required from the Attorney General's office. Has there been any uh, discussion about making it um, more comprehensive? Um, for instance, more description on what sustained means or or to include that information in the report, or is that not required by the Attorney General's office? I'd have to go, it's filled out once a year, and actually I won't be filling out this year. I want to say essentially it's not required. Um, you just go through and fill in this ba basic information, then it, and it produces this report. And so I don't want to I don't want to be uh, misleading, but I don't recall if there's much room to put other than the disposition. Does that answer your question? This is Assistant City Manager Brandon McGuire. I might jump in. The report is submitted through the Attorney General system, like through a portal, yes. a web portal. And I, I believe these are the data fields that we enter. And so this is our attempt to replicate the data that, that is submitted. If you were to search online now, if you go to the Kansas Attorney General's office, and well, I don't have it memorized, you could find previous reports that we've submitted. And I, I say it's almost identical. Um, there's a couple just, uh, we've put our own title at the top, but it essentially looks like what, what you folks have in front of you. There's actually a sort of a disclaimer and a signature field page, that would be page number two, which is, it's not there because we haven't actually uh, submitted this report yet. This is Chair Salvini, uh, Board Member Taylor, does that satisfy? Uh, Board Member Murray Taylor, um, yes, that answers my question. Um, and I have another comment, but it, it's it's more general comment. Um, and that we talked uh, previously when we were briefed about the Attorney General, from the Attorney General's office about the possibility of doing, having a comprehensive plan that I'm wondering what kind of reporting comes out of that once a city decides to have a more comprehensive plan for racial um, and other bias-based policing. I have, uh, the, the only one slide answer I could provide you to that is- I have, um, I can give you the statute number uh, pertaining to comprehensive plans. As admittedly, I was expecting to be asked this because I almost, 
uh, the past, I'm, I'm learning from experience, and I know ultimately we had the training on it. So I have the statute. Uh, it's the statute number. It's KSA 22-4611A. And I don't recall seeing anything about different reporting requirements in there, but you can view I, I've. I was more looking about kind of what triggers triggers the uh, comprehensive plan and it essentially mentions the governing body um, can develop a comprehensive plan. And so um, I don't think it mentions reporting requirements, but at least I've provided you the statute about the comprehensive plan. Uh, Marie Taylor, board member, as a follow-up question, has there been any um, movement on, on the possibility of doing that, having a comprehensive plan? Kind of a difficult, admittedly, going into the meeting or preparing for the meeting is, I was trying to refresh my memory. I, I do recall the training, but I'm just going off of the statute. It makes mention of the governing body of a city or sheriff of a county may develop a comprehensive plan in conjunction with the community advisory board. Uh, and then it goes on to list things that a comprehensive plan would obtain. So, admittedly, I can't sit here and read this and say exactly how one gets started or formed. And so that might be up for discussion at another time, but it doesn't say that the police department shall present it to the community police review board or doesn't even say that vice versa. So I don't know necessarily the impetus in getting, getting one started. Yeah. This is assistant city manager, Brandon McGuire. I might just offer that um, if that's something the board wishes to schedule for a discussion at a future meeting, we, we could put together, um, uh, and I'm volunteering some of our staff to help with this, but we could put together uh, kind of some guidance on, on how, uh, how that process might look. Um, I think I think ultimately that's a policy decision for the for the city commission to make. Um, but uh, we could provide some information about you know what that comprehensive plan would look like and and how we would go about initiating that. But I but I would look to the a majority of the board to, to provide some direction on that. Board member Murray Taylor, thank you. This is Chair Salvini calling on board member Misha. This is Sanjay Misha, board member. So I'm glad item number six, you have said yes to it. Is there any data that you can share? The answer of number six, I believe, has to do with the... Um... Actually, the disproportionate... Uh, minority contact study and so I do not there's not any information to share yet on that but it's more just acknowledging that yes we are collecting data if I can yes so is this ongoing or is this just a study that was being conducted it is ongoing so we okay basically so we know of data. who's being stopped and what their race, gender, racial profiling is. Profile is. Yes. I'm, I'm sorry, could you repeat your question? So, so basically, as this is, if this is ongoing, at this point, we know how many people we are stopping and what's their racial profile. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes, there's, yes, there's an ongoing data collection. So at this point in time or the last, yes. And how long has this been? Now I'm going to have to go to defer to Major McKinley on that. I forget uh, when the when the study started. Sure. This is Major Trent McKinley. Uh, I, I don't know. Can you all hear me okay? I'm a distance away from the Zoom microphone. But thank you. Good. 
Yes, uh, so uh, originally this was gonna be about a 12 month study uh, with a group out of Northeastern University that the county contracted with. Uh, that was for all law enforcement agencies within Douglas County with the exception of the Kansas Highway Patrol. Uh, they embarked on that study as COVID pretty much shut us down. So as soon as that study got going with live data in uh, January of 2020, we went into COVID, our stops plummeted, and they had a certain uh, level of data that was required to make their findings statistically uh, accurate. And I, I don't know what, what threshold that was, but basically when we slowed way down, they pushed out the timeline that it might take for them to complete their study. Uh, they are close to having enough data at this point in time. Uh, we communicated with them uh, today just to provide our June data to them. But within the next couple of months, uh, and I mean two or three months, they should have enough data, they'll begin to process it and analyze it, and then that group is going to come back and report out to, it's my understanding, the CJCC and potentially also to the City Commission to talk about the findings. May I ask a follow-up, please? Absolutely. So if this question were to be answered next year, would the answer be yes or no? So that's, that's a question for uh, whether or not the agencies are going to continue collecting data. At this point in time, we have not had a robust discussion. Uh, obviously, we're in a position where we have an interim police chief. We'd like to see what uh, him or her thinks when they uh, arrive here in Lawrence and uh, undertake the job as to whether or not that data collection is going to occur. But I can tell you, uh, through the remainder of this calendar year in connection with that study, we will continue to collect data. And I cannot speak for uh, any of the other agencies that are participating in the study. Thank you, Captain. Thank you. Any other questions or comments? If not, is there a motion? So motion will be just to receive it. Mm -hmm. We received it. I will move. And uh, board member Littleton. Uh, I second that, that motion to receive it as well. Okay, there's a motion made by board member Mishra to accept the report. There's a second by Stephanie Littleton, board member Stephanie Littleton to uh, receive the report. Any discussion? Uh, board member Marie Taylor. Board member Marie Taylor. Um, I would like for us to think about potentially for an, a future item to take up that offer to have city staff work with us to figure out at least what kind of roadmap we would need to get to have a comprehensive plan for the city of Lawrence. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's an action item. <laughs> it's, it's not posted that way, but um, perhaps for a future agenda item, they could assist us with bringing that to um, to a meeting, some sort of outline of the steps and what's, what it entails and, and, and funding and costs related to that effort. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you, uh, board member Taylor. Any other discussion? As uh, Board Member Littleton. Board Member uh, Stephanie Littleton. Yeah, um, to Marie's point, yeah, I think maybe a year or so ago, we've, we've kind of come full, full circle on that. 
Um, I'm trying to think of the accreditation um, lieutenant that the PD is um, pursuing um, because I think we had at one point talked about whether that was inclusive within that accreditation. Um, I'm not sure if, if we ever verified that or not, but we have talked about that, but it would be nice to at least entertain that and, and see in the big picture what does that mean, right? So, yeah, I, I agree with that. So thanks, Marie, for bringing that up. This is Chair Salvini. Um, I'm wondering also, I remember um, maybe within the last year, year and a half, we did have a presentation from the Attorney General's office, is that correct? Um, where this was also briefly discussed um, as well. So um, just a, a recall on that. Uh, Brandon, do you recall when that was or what we could refer to to, to go back and revisit uh, the content that was presented? Uh, as Assistant City Manager Brandon McGuire, are, uh, Tanya, are you referring to um, the Carter. Deputy Attorney General uh, Kate Carter? Kate yes. Carter's yes. That was actually was it December? I feel like it was in oh, the fall. Within the last. Yeah. Okay. Yes, and it was in response to the pre presentation of last year's report, where there was an inquiry about the. Uh, already, I'm blanking again. The uh, the. Uh, plan here. Yes. I, I, the comprehensive? Yes. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. Very good then. Thank you. And thank you, Marie. And, and again, Assistant City Manager Brandon McGuire, I do, I do want to make sure that I have a clear understanding of the board's expectations. So um, if there is an expectation that city staff come back at, at a date um, with a presentation on a comprehensive plan, I, I would appreciate clarifying that through a vote of the board. Um, just, you know, I've seen head nods, I've seen some head nods, some uh, body language, but I think it would, it would help us understand what the, what the board's work, you know, goals for your work plan are to have that in a motion. Okay, this is Chair Salvini. Uh, do you have a, uh, any response group? Uh, board Member Taylor? Board Member Murray Taylor, so for a motion, I would say um, that the board requests that staff provide additional information and an outline of steps for um, creating a comprehensive plan for the city, including um, some estimates of cost and other expenses that would that would entail to have such a plan. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, uh, as a point of discussion, I would like to say we are in a discussion point within a, an existing, a standing motion. Um, so once we we um, process through this, we'll 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 revisit that for sure. Uh, Board Member Graybill, uh, you just covered my. Uh, okay. Madam Chairman, thank you. All right, thank you uh, very much, Bill. And uh, uh, Board Member Taylor. Board member Marie Taylor, and hopefully someone wrote what I just said down. So I, I scribbled. <laughs> okay, I think I, we can we can certainly revisit that once we're out. So, any other discussion? Okay, if not, let's go for a vote. Uh, yay uh, to approve and nay to uh, oppose. Uh, board member Gibson. Tanya, just to be clear, uh, Gibson oh. board member, we're voting on ex receiving the report. On receiving the report, excuse Not me. Not on Marie's motion. All That's right. right. Yay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, Board Member Graybill? Board Member Graybill, yay. Board Member Littleton? Board Member Littleton, yay. Board Member Misha? Board Member Mishra, yay. Board Member Robinson? Board Member Robinson, yay. Board Member Taylor? Board Member Marie Taylor, yay. And Chair Salvini, yay. The yays have it. And that's uh, passing with a vote of seven to zero. Okay, um, let's real quickly visit, revisit um, the discussion items uh, during that motion process. Um, and um, I'm going to attempt to um, just read from my notes here. Um, it, it, it's an interest by uh, Board Member Taylor to um, look at a future agenda item um, to um, consider uh, a type of a roadmap to achieving um, for the future uh, what uh, a comprehensive uh, process might look like in terms of uh, putting the plan to get a comprehensive plan together uh, for the city of Lawrence on on uh, racial um, on racial bias uh, and non bias based policing um, and um, and that should include. Um, uh, future funding and what the feasibility is in terms of uh, going forward with that. So that's a lot of word mixing. So I'm sure someone can take what I just said and put it into the form of a motion. Uh, Board Member Taylor, would you like to revisit that? Um, Stephanie has her hand up. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't have the full screen. Okay, thank you. Uh, board Member Littleton. This Board Member Littleton. Okay, so this is what Marie said. So <laughs> basically, and you did well, you did fine. Her motion is um, that the board requests the staff provide additional information on steps for a roadmap for a comprehensive plan with costs and expenses to have one. There you go. Okay, uh, is there a motion then uh, that one would like to uh, make? Uh, board Member Gibson. Jane Gibson, Board Member, we already have the motion, I'll second it. Okay, so I'm sorry, Stephanie, <laughs> I didn't know that was a motion. So we've got a motion by Littleton and a second by Gibson. No, the motion was by Marie. Oh, excuse me. Motion by Marie, repeated sloppily by Salvini <laughs> and very more concisely by Littleton uh, and seconded by Gibson um, and open for discussion. I see uh, Board Member Robinson. Uh, do we wanna, uh, Board Member Robinson, do we wanna discuss a timeline for this? Um, like maybe within the next two months, three months? Um, what are you all thinking about this? Cause we're kind of, in the middle of the, you know, our other work as well. So yeah, I just wanted to discuss timeline. Okay, any discussion on timeline? Let's see, looking at a calendar. Board member Jane Gibson, Tanya? Yes. Um, 
I understand the importance of a timeline and having some expectation of when this might happen. I'm a little concerned that we already have a pretty full plate. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm reluctant to, you know, we're, uh, I think in August, we're going to know more about what our, what the expectations from the city commission are with regard to this working group and any role that we might play in that. I'm hoping that Brandon's going to clarify that for us. Um, and then we still have an ordinance to work on. So um, and to try to get through the city commission once we get some feedback, I hope from the police department, perhaps. It just feels like the plate's full and I'm glad to see this happen. I think this is a, 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 an important initiative. I'm just not clear when we would be able to fit this in, that's all. Um, I, uh, this is uh, Chair Salvini. Um, I think if we at least um, made an effort to make sure it appeared on an agenda for the future to discuss whether we want to move forward on it or not, or, or, um, you know, how we want to approach it uh, and not to lose it um, might, might be something I'm, uh, Brandon, I'm going to go to you a little bit. You wanted some type of motion for the purpose of putting it on the record. Assistant city manager, Brandon McGuire, um, it, for, for putting it on the record. Yes. But also more importantly to, uh, uh, board member Gibson's point, um, there is there is a lot on the board's plate right now. Um, there is yeah. a lot on city staff's plate right now. And um, I just want to make sure that if that's a priority uh, for the board, that that we work on that and you work on that, um, that we, we understand that very clearly. Because that means that we're going to probably have to put some other things on hold um, in, in order to make that happen on a short timeline, or we'll have sure. to set an expectation for a longer timeline. And I, I would okay. also just point out, in addition to some of the work items that the board has mentioned, um, you know, there, there uh, are uh, potentially new new board member appoint, appointments coming up. Um, mm -hmm. I believe uh, after the August meeting, if I have the timeline right, and so then city staff will have to work um, on orientation of new board members, and you know, potentially, um, and then we we are also working. Um, diligently on our, our response to the city gate report that we owe to the city commission August 3rd. And that's pretty much the people on this meeting working on that mm -hmm. um, to, to a large degree. Mm -hmm. uh, understood and thank you for the response. Um, I'm going to say that yes, our plate is full, but again, I don't wanna lose this thought because this is, this is um, not the first time this has come up and it certainly, um, seems uh, important, uh, I think, perhaps to all of us. Um, we'll, we'll see when we vote. Um, but perhaps um, we can, in terms of a timeline, Jenny, and recognizing what, what you um, were talking about, we could look at um, after a few months, meaning maybe in the, um, maybe in the spring of 22, um, start visiting it and, and thinking about what is it going to, what's the feasibility, how long realistically might it take to start the process? Because it, it, it is going to take a while. Um, and um, we want to do it well. We want to do it right and collaboratively. And, um, um, and, and certainly um, our plates are full. Uh, board member Gibson. Jane Gibson, board member. Um, all, you know, what Marie has asked for really is, a, is the kind of step-by-step, -step, how do we do this? Mm -hmm. um, maybe we right. can get that, and then we can make a decision about when we want to begin working on it. I mean, to ask for the step-by-step -step is not the same the whole thing, right. project as trying to develop a comprehensive plan around 
racial and uh, MySpace policing. So maybe we could figure the, we can ask Brandon what is feasible to get us a step-by-step that Marie's asking for. Does that make sense? That seems sensible? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Assistant City Manager Brandon McGuire. I just in talking with Lieutenant Ernst and, and uh, Major McKinley. I think we can have that back to you in about three months, if if that is satisfactory. Yeah, it sounds reasonable to me. Other board members. Uh, board Member Littleton. Um, this board member, Stephanie Littleton, I, yeah, I think um, October, November-ish, uh, I mean, that's, that's what you're referring to is reasonable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, we've had discussion. We still have a motion on the floor. Um, and the motion is has been made by Taylor, seconded by Gibson, and it's to check out the feasibility um, of uh, looking at and exploring the 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 process of uh, implementing a comprehensive plan. Uh-huh. Uh, board member Gibson. Dan Gibson, board member. Then I'd like, if with Marie's permission, I'd like to offer a friendly amendment that we ask for um, this. Uh, outline this step-by-step and additional information by end of October. Brandon said three months and that's four. So how's that sound? Okay. Member Murray Taylor, that's fine. Thank you. Okay. We're now looking at a friendly amendment to the original motion by board member Taylor which she agreed to, and that is to put um, a time frame um, by the, to look at the process uh, by the end of October. Okay, are we ready to take a vote? Any more discussion? Okay, um, all those in favor, yay. All those opposed, nay. Uh, board member Gibson. Yes. Board member Graybill. Board member Graybill, yay. Board Member Littleton? Yes. Board Member Mishra? Yes. Board Member Robinson? Board Member Robinson, yay. Board Member Taylor? Board Member Marie Taylor, yes. And Chair Salvini, yes. The vote has it, uh, seven to zero. Okay, thank you all. And we'll go ahead and move on to um, the next agenda item, which is to receive the uh, community police report, uh, police review board, excuse me, annual report 2021. Um, and Brandon. This is a draft. Um, and Brandon, would you like to walk us through it? Sure, As- Assistant City Manager Brandon McGuire. Um, this is a draft that I did put together uh, on the board, and I, I took the liberty of doing that. Um, but I think that's been the tradition for staff to kind of take Thank the you. first attempt at mm-hmm. that in the past. So, um, really, uh, it's a it's a pretty basic report. Um, and I'm going to go ahead, if you don't mind, and share my screen just so everybody on the call is seeing the same thing that I'm seeing. Um, and so. Uh, this is the report um, that has the, the publication date, July 2021, but really um, the board uh, had multiple meetings 
last July 2022. So uh, the timeline does run a little bit in from July to August timeframe uh, there at the beginning. Um, obviously, the train doesn't really slow down. Uh, you just kind of jump on and, and hope to get a ride. And so um, all this does is highlight uh, the fact that uh, the board has has meant or has met uh, 14 times over the last year. Um, and uh, I try to draw attention to the fact that all meetings were conducted virtually, uh, which, you know, just from my observation, I think is, is an important thing to note. Um, when you don't have that face-to-face -face interaction with each other um, and, you know, people have different kind of latency and in some cases we're in different time zones even participating in the meetings it's quite a feat to pull off uh, this volume of work as a as a board where some of you um, and some of us myself included still haven't actually met face to face so I think that that's just important to note um, and I think it's a it's an acknowledgement of the the good work that you all have done um, so just uh, kind of a list of major activities um, and I tried to sort of group these without um, formally organizing the report as, as such, but uh, the election, re-election of um, Tanya and Stephanie into their leadership positions of the board. Um, we had uh, new board members come on um, a year ago now, almost, uh, how time flies. And uh, then um, last summer, and this was the, I think, July timeframe, late July, early August, uh, the board uh, submitted a recommendation to the city commission to expand membership from seven to nine members, um, and that resulted in uh, feedback um, about a, a more comprehensive look at the authorizing ordinance. Um, the board formed a subcommittee um, to, uh, to, it was an ad hoc committee to um, draft the ordinance and work on ordinance drafting and research, and another standing committee on community engagement. Uh, there have been many meetings of each of those committees, or several meetings, over the last year. Uh, there was a um, discussion on implicit and bias uh, in the context of fulfilling the board's duties, um, and uh, I, I kind of regret not linking to all of the different agendas uh, that all these discussions happened on, because I recall that that was um, there was a lot of really good content around that discussion that was provided by board members um, and uh, very thought-provoking content. Um, the board received a presentation on outside complaints and personnel investigations uh, from 2017 to 2019. Um, let's see, uh, individual uh, board members. Uh, helped us with the, helped city staff with the um, selection of the comprehensive police department study consultant. Um, and we appreciate you all engaging in that work. Um, received a presentation on GARE, uh, Race Equity Toolkit. Um, and then a number of other uh, accomplishments and activities that the board conducted over the last year. I won't go into all of these. Um, but uh, I, I will kind of just highlight a couple that have been mentioned this evening, um, which is the uh, presentation from Deputy Attorney General Kate Carter on bias-based policing, um, a, uh, um, the, uh, the discussion with uh, District Attorney Susan Valdez, um, and I think she was still incoming at the time, um, but uh, that was a, a very good discussion on um, the role of her office in the criminal justice system. 
Um, I believe the same meeting, uh, the presentation by then interim chief of police, Anthony Brixius, on uh, the police department's complaint process and um, kind of flow charting uh, that whole process. And that uh, resulted in some uh, good recommendations for website and communications uh, updates that we were able to, to incorporate into the website. Um, and then I think obviously uh, the big highlights um, are the, the big Lawrence Listens community engagement project, um, which I thought was uh, very successful in terms of generating a lot of uh, public feedback, more, more so than we see on most of our uh, community engagement um, forums on Lawrence Listens. And then obviously the, uh, the, draft, um, the draft ordinance. And so uh, really this is presented um, to the board for comments. If there are any, any revisions that you would like to see incorporated, or any um, additions or even uh, striking of bullet points, uh, please let me know. Um, the board does owe this report or some form of this report to the city commission um, at the August 3rd meeting in order to meet the deadline established um, in your authorizing ordinance. And so I will take whatever feedback I get um, this evening, incorporate that into the final report, and uh, I'll submit that on behalf of the board uh, for the August 3rd city commission agenda. This is Chair Salvini Branding. Uh, quick question. Um, so the the interviews that some of us have had, if not all of us, um, with the um, team that was selected um, to uh, search for the new uh, law uh, chief of police, um, would that be included in this report too, in terms of our involvement in that? Assistant City Manager Brandon McGuire. That was that was the reference to the moving train analogy. That um, it's, it. it's kind of hard to just draw a sure um, arbitrary deadline. Uh, okay. And since that work is kind of ongoing, I decided to just cut off and we'll put it in next year's. Okay. Report. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Uh, board Member Taylor and then Board Member Misha. Board Member Marie Taylor. Um, so. For one of the bullets on the improvements to the website and public communications, it calls out the community engagement subcommittee, but I think that that really was from all of the board. We had lots of discussions of the whole board who offered um, improvements that, and, and I'd love for it to, to say a little bit more that those were actually implemented. Lots of good changes happened from that effort. So, so to have that bullet point also discuss that it was the entire board who was involved in that effort and that um, those changes actually, actually were um, effectuated. Very good point. Thank you, Board Member Taylor. Uh, this is Chair Salvini calling on Board Member Mishra. Board Member Mishra, thank you, Brandon, for putting this together. And this very well reflects what we did. What was is it what I was hoping there would be some forward-looking statements that for the next year, these are issues that the board should consider. Is that fair expectation? And that's where I think our chair and vice chair could have 
get a chance to frame their thoughts. Uh, this is Chair Salvini, uh, Board Member Littleton, Vice Chair Littleton. Any any comments um, or by any of the board members? This is board member Stephanie Littleton. I mean, certainly, you know, Tanya and I can come together and, and put some thought into that because I off the top of my head, I do have a couple of thoughts. And I think mm -hmm. that's probably a good idea, Sanjay to put some of that in there besides here's what we've done, but here's where we're going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so uh, I'm glad to draft something up, uh, but I'd really like for all the board members to have input in uh, on that as well, certainly. Um, so is it is it good with the board for Stephanie and I to work to collaboratively to come up with uh, some bullet points of going forward. And then um, Brandon, can you all share it with the board for feedback? Assistant City Manager Brandon McGuire. Uh, yes, we can we can accommodate that. Um, I think the way it'll work is if if uh, you and Stephanie um, take an, make an attempt at drafting, I'll share it with the board. They can share feedback with me. I'll work that into a final draft and um, we'll make sure it gets um, submitted for the agenda or or into the report yes uh-huh okay all right um do we need a motion for that assistant city manager brandon mcguire i would appreciate a motion um i do feel like it's taking quite a bit of liberty to draft on behalf of the board so Thank i you. want to have the board in submitting it uh, this is chair salvini appreciate that brandon thank you um and, so uh, Tanya, i do see um alex's hand up for um if you want to entertain any public comment absolutely thank you um the chair salvini calls on um citizen alex kerr uh, hello. Um, so I have a couple of things I'd like I'd like to speak of. Um, I have personally reviewed the Community Police Review Board 2020-2021 and annual report and spoke with multiple people. Um, the people that I have spoken with do support this. Um, good job, Brandon, for writing this. Um, another thing is the Lawrence community does want to remind this board this the Lawrence community will stand by. Um, this board and advice this board um, for the 2021-2022 CR, CPRB, Community Police Review Board meetings. Um, personally, reading through this, I have realized that this is the, probably the longest time I've ever been doing this with the board and working with the board. Um, and I will make sure personally to make sure the community gets the information that, this, that the community needs about this board. Um, also, I do... I do understand that there is a lot on the plate for the city staff and this board, um, but the good thing is I love pressure, so that's that. That's a check mark. Um, that's all I have for um, this agenda item. Thank you. 
Okay, very good. Thank you very much for your uh, input, Alex. Appreciate it. Okay, um, are we ready for a motion? Uh, Board Member Gibson? Just by default, <laughs> Board Member Jane Gibson. Um, I move that we authorize that um, we authorize Stephanie and Tanya to draft some revisions um, as suggested by uh, Marie. And what was the other revision? Uh, oh, about forward-looking statements by Sanjay, um, and that you'll bring it back to the board and we'll review it and accept it at that time, or consider accepting it at that time. And also, not part of the motion, but also thanks to Brandon and to Stephanie and Tanya for being willing to do this. Uh, thank you, Board Member Gibson. Is there a second? Board Member Misha? Okay. Um, and so once it, oh, go ahead. Madam Chair, sorry, Assistant City Manager Brandon Moore. I just, I just want to clarify. Um, Jane did did say that we'll bring the revisions back to the board for, I, I believe, acceptance. Um, the uh, so Jane, did you mean that we'll bring it back like on the August agenda of of this board meeting? I did. Okay, so just to clarify, the ordinance requires submission of of this report um, at the first city commission meeting following July thirty first. And so we're bound by, by the ordinance to get the report to the city commission at that first meeting in August. Is there a penalty if we <laughs> miss our deadline? Because this is a report by the board and it seems appropriate that the board should read the report. I, I, I would say that's between, between the board and the city commission. Um, and I have a feeling they would like to see a more thorough report um, that has that has the full support of the board and just wait a, a week or two to see that. So that's just my input. Um, I, I do know that uh, and Tony, I hate to put you on the spot, um, but Tony, if you do have a thought about that process um, and if you would like to weigh in, uh, please feel free to do so. City Attorney Tony Wheeler. I agree with Brandon. I um, believe that the commission would be pleased to have a more uh, comprehensive report that has the full board's uh, approval. I think um, one way that we could facilitate this is um, perhaps at the next city commission meeting, Brandon could make a report during the city manager's report and advise of the desire to have an extension and give the commission an opportunity to let us know that, you know, whether that's okay with them. Um, it, if it isn't, then um, we could go to the um, effort of calling a special meeting of this board um, to meet the August 3rd mm -hmm. deadline. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Tony. Uh, board Member Gibson. Board Member Gibson, then I will amend my uh, motion to include that Brandon will ask the city commission for an extension so that we can do this. Okay, uh, so we, I'm, this is for discussion. Well, please know that the motion is twofold, correct, Jane, in that the uh, uh, revisions that Marie Taylor recommended are folded into this, as well as the forward 
um, going forward, I will say, a section that Stephanie and I will work on. And then you're asking to also add um, that um, that Brandon asked for an extension at the city commission meeting to present the report. I think you, I think you said it well. <laughs> okay, thank you. So that's the motion. Um, and uh, the second was from uh, board member Mishra. Right, okay, other discussion. I just wanna make sure everybody knows what we're voting on. Okay, we're ready to vote if there's no other discussion. Uh, we're, uh, we'll, all those uh, that are in favor of vote yay, all those opposed nay, and um, we'll start with board member Gibson. Yay. Board member Graybill. Board member Graybill, yay. Board member Littleton. Board member Littleton, yes. Board member Mishra. Board member Mishra, yes. Board member Robinson. Board member Robinson, yay. Board member Taylor. Board member Marie Taylor, yay. And Chair Salvini, yay. Um, this passes seven to zero. Um, thank you all. Okay. Um, I think we are ready to move ahead to item number three, and that's review community police re review board draft ordinance. And that would be um, um, looking at the hyperlink with the feedback. Is that what this is? Oh, I'm sorry. Jane Gibson, board member. Um, yeah. The, the title there doesn't describe Match the thing, right. That's, we would be doing my, and I may have misunderstood, so you all can correct me, but we're I doing the what we were going to do was staff bring review. back suggested changes, not on right. this one, that we were going to bring back suggested changes to the ordinance based on our reading of the community feedback in that survey. Is that correct? Or do I have this wrong? I mean, we're not going to review the draft ordinance again. Well, I don't know what that would be. Well, it, it isn't the draft ordinance. My understanding was we're going to go to the staff review of the draft ordinance. Am I this reading is the Assistant ordinance? City Manager Brandon McGuire. I might be able to help clarify. Um, okay. The, the expectations that we had from this meeting were, uh, were that the board wanted to review the Lawrence Listens surveys and discuss any potential revisions to the draft ordinance based on a final discussion of, of those summaries. Um, and so we had anticipated doing that first. And then uh, the staff um, question and Q&A memo is our response to several questions that were asked at the April meeting. Um, and then we have our uh, general review of the draft ordinance from city staff. And so um, my, I guess, the way that I was thinking about approaching this was the board could have a discussion about uh, the Lawrence Listen summaries first, um, and then I'm happy to make a few comments, um, or, or the board can discuss uh, the city staff's memos. Uh, we did not prepare a presentation on the city staff memos. We think they're, you know, it's sort of straightforward what the um, advice is in those. So.
Tanya, you're muted. Thank you. I couldn't get to mute. I was minimizing there. Um, so with that explanation, uh, how would the board like to go forward? Uh, board member Sanjay. So board member Sanjay. So the way I see it is the comments from the city staff and the legal staff help bring together the ordinance and we simultaneously look at what the feedback on Lawrence listens has been. Rather than look at them stepwise, if we can bring them together, uh, that'll be more comprehensive. But I'm willing to go step by step. Okay. Uh, this is Chair Salvini. Thank you, uh, Board Member Misha. Uh, calling on Board Member Littleton. This is uh, Board Member Stephanie Littleton. Uh, Sanjay, you put that very well. I think that if we walk through the analysis on both those documents from city staff, it will completely bring us back around to where we were with, with the survey because it does point to some some particulars in there that we do need to we needed their feedback on. Um, mm -hmm. And I was just going to reiterate kind of with what um, Brandon was saying for next steps because I listened in on all of it from last month's meeting. And I have it down at getting city legal's analysis. Um, coming with a thought for the, you know, make any changes to the ordinance for the engagement survey and how, how do we collaborate with um, stakeholders. So with that being said, I think I would agree with Sanjay, we move forward with going through the memos from the staff first. Uh, this is Chair Salvini, I'm in agreement with that too. How about the board? Uh, not affirmatives, comments. Jenny, is that a nod? Yes. Okay. Hey, Nisha, Stephanie, Jane. Jane, we good on that? Yeah. Okay. I see a nod. Marie, Bill? Whatever. Okay. All right. Um, so in lieu of of the Lawrence Listen summaries, and I'm um, we are going to move down to staff review um, to the memos. Okay. Uh -huh. This is Assistant City Manager Brandon McGuire. I I did want to uh, maybe just open with a couple comments. Um, as I mentioned. We have we have not planned um, a presentation. We don't have PowerPoint slides or anything. The we think the uh, question and answer memo um, that's intended to be a pretty straightforward, uh, mm -hmm. useful memo. And hopefully you've all had a chance to read through that. Um, those were questions uh, that that I recorded, and I received some notes uh, from several of the board members of questions that they also heard in the April discussion. Um, and so that does date back a few months, so everybody will have to refresh their memories of that meeting. Um, but uh, these were six questions that uh, we committed to work on with legal staff, um, and they've, they've uh, done some, provided some good analysis and research and uh, I think thoughtful, easy to follow responses. Um, I, I would say about uh, legal analysis um, this evening as the board continues working through 
um, the ordinance. As additional questions come up, we, we would ask uh, not to put our um, legal staff on the spot and ask for additional legal analysis. Um, the, the, the memo that they did provide is well-researched um, and they did spend uh, quite a bit of time working on that. And so um, if, if additional um, questions uh, come out of tonight's discussion uh, that, that require additional legal advice, we would ask for some time uh, to do the same and, and allow our legal staff um, the ability to do some research and, and maybe come back at a later date. Um, the, the second uh, sort of point that I wanted to emphasize uh, is kind of a dovetail. Um, and that goes into the, um, the staff review memo. And so this is the more generalized review uh, of, of your draft ordinance. Um, and so I think, you know, I think we, we tried to communicate, uh, you know, largely throughout this process, the board has checked in with legal staff. Um, and, and earlier on in the process last year, uh, we advised that, that you rely on legal staff to do the drafting um, and at a, a few different points to check on the legality of different components of the ordinance. Um, and so we appreciate, um, we appreciate you working with us in that regard. Um, and I think that that has uh, resulted in an ordinance that uh, really we, we don't find any, um, any conflict of, of existing law with. Um, and so we don't really have much of a concern um, related to, to legality of any component of the ordinance. Um, we did note uh, some considerations for the form of government, um, and I think this has come up um, a time or two over the last year. Um, you know, just an, an, an acknowledgement that uh, we, you know, we are a, a commission manager form of government, and so under under that um, you know, that legal framework in state statute and in city code. Um, that means that all personnel matters are, uh, they fall under the purview of the professional city manager who is appointed, who is a citizen and, and appointed by, um, by the city commission, the, the elected governing body. And so, um, and I, I know that that concept, um, I, think, I think you have a good level of understanding about that concept of the form of government. Um, but it is, it is really important in that, um, you know, does come into play. Um, we did recently have a task force um, that the city commission appointed and they did some really good research on changes to the governing body. Um, and both the city commission and that task force, uh, which was um, facilitated by uh, Dr. John Malbandian, um, who's a, a legendary um, city management and local government uh, professor and scholar in his own right at KU, um, they, they uh, you know, we're careful to note that um, there's no desire to change the form of government, that we, we need to hold, um, hold that, that sacred. Um, and you know, KU is the home, it's, it's known nationally as the home of, of the city manager form of government. And so um, when, we, when we talk about police investigations, uh, our investigations about complaints regarding police officers, it's important to keep in mind our form of government because um, those are, those are personnel matters. And uh, that does not mean that we don't take very seriously the need for citizen oversight, for transparency, and, and for 
um, honoring the democratic process and, and democratic governance. Um, but it does mean that uh, we are committed to, um, to, to maintaining uh, a, a form of government in which personnel matters fall under the professional staff. And so that means under the city manager. And so in our, in our organization, like I said, the five, five uh, democratically elected city commissioners appoint the city manager. The city manager then is responsible for hiring and firing decisions of all city employees. Um, there is one, maybe two uh, city employees who work under contract, uh, but for the most part, um, it's, it's professional staff. And so I, as an assistant city manager, I report directly to the city manager. Um, I have a number of direct reports um, under me in the organizational chart. Um, those include our director of transit and parking, our parks and rec director, our fire and medical department chief, and our police chief. And so the police chief reports to me. And so that is um, two layers of professional management at, at, in a civilian capacity, a non-certified you know, non law enforcement officer capacity, as well as the five elected officials. Um, and so there are several layers of citizen oversight um, in place presently. And um, we, do, we do take that very seriously, our obligation for accountability. As, as do our police, um, our police leadership and police officers. And so, um, you know, that's to acknowledge that, that um, you know, law enforcement is, works in the business of, of accountability. They take that very seriously. Uh, the, the professional management of the city organization takes that responsibility with the utmost seriousness. And, and we recognize that um, this board takes that uh, very seriously. And so I think we, we definitely have a shared interest in accountability, transparency, and um, respect for our form of government in our democratic, uh, democratic process. And so I just want to acknowledge that that's something that we all share. Um, and as we were thinking about uh, this ordinance, um, you know, I, I think about, think about um, these sorts of processes uh, as as having an opportunity to really benefit from an interest-based approach um, to, to drafting, uh, whether it's drafting or policy formation. Um, and that's definitely an interest that I think every party who has a, a direct stake in this or even an indirect stake as a community member, uh, we all have an interest, that shared interest of accountability um, and, we, and, and transparency. And so um, how we get that done, how we accomplish that really becomes um, it really becomes the issue. And I think that's what the board has done a, a tremendous amount of research on over the last year and a, and a lot of work on forming a process. Um, and so I, I would say, um, you know, as, as you think about next steps and as you contemplate the recommendations in the um, comprehensive police report um, re related to this, this board and this ordinance, um, you know, I, I would encourage you to to maybe spend some time in discussion or, or in thought about our strategic plan. Um, in our strategic plan, uh, we, we um, identify five different outcomes, uh, and those are areas where we're going to make our investments. That's where we're going to uh, develop projects and programs and improve the existing projects and programs in order to meet uh, various outcomes. Um, one being safe and secure, and I mentioned that one because I think, I think this topic falls squarely under our safe and secure outcome. Uh, we want an, an 
in daily life, we want our community mem members to feel safe and secure. Um, and especially in their interactions with uh, our law enforcement officers, we want our community members to feel safe and secure just as we want our law enforcement officers to feel safe and secure. And so um, I, I do think that as an outcomes uh, statement, uh, this, you know, this project and this effort of the board does fall under the safe and secure outcome, uh, which means that the work you're doing uh, can be done to help us advance our commitments to the strategic plan, our goals in the strategic plan. Uh, the second thing I'll say about the strategic plan is that we identify a number of commitments. Um, and I tried to highlight a few of those commitments that I think are directly relevant in, in, in the, the memo. Um, and those are specifically community engagement, efficient and effective processes, equity and inclusion, and engaged and empowered teams. And so uh, as, as you'll read through the strategic plan, and I, and I link to it um, in the memo, so hopefully you've had a chance to, to spend a little time reviewing uh, the commitment statements. Um, you know, that, that is our commitment for how we get the work done, how we make progress on our outcomes. And so I, I just really wanted to you know, take a few minutes um, to emphasize um, that how we get our work done really is, is just as important as getting the work done itself and the outcome that results from the work that we do. And uh, you, know, you, you have received um, advice, recommendations from uh, the CityGate consultants um, for how to approach this work. Um, and I just want to reiterate that city staff um, is prepared to assist in any way um, the, the engagement process um, and, and help convene the stakeholders um, and community leaders that uh, you would like to work with on um, either a finalization of this ordinance or um, evaluating other options. Um, and you know, we, are, we are in this together. We are on the same team. Um, the police is on the same team as this board. You share a lot of interests. And I think that that is very important to note um, I have heard, uh, I have heard um, statements from board members and statements from our police uh, leadership and frontline police officers, even our uh, police officers union about the work of this board. And um, I'm, in, I'm in the privileged position of having um, you know, kind of an arm and a leg in, in, in every conversation, um, all, sides of, all sides of the round table. And uh, I, I do feel like there is a lot of interest and a lot of potential to create something that is going to be held up um, as a model uh, ordinance, a model process that has the buy-in of our community, of our direct stakeholders, and of, of this board and the city commission. And so I think in order to do that, um, you know, we take, we take very seriously the recommendation uh, to, to move forward in an engaged, collaborative way with some of those stakeholders at the table in a facilitated process. Um, so I, I did want to just reiterate that, um, you know, we stand ready to, to make that work for you and work with you in that. Um, the last thing I'll say is I do want to make clear, uh, and, and um, Jane, I hope this kind of clarifies for you, the board serves in a leadership role. Um, it is a, it's an advisory capacity, but it's also, especially for, for the purposes of this project, serves in a leadership role. So it's okay for the board to convene 
a, an engaged process. It's okay to invite stakeholders to the table. And I think stakeholders look to the board members to be invited because the board is in that recommending capacity. The board is in that advising capacity. And ultimately, it will be the board who recommends um, the final work product, the final ordinance uh, uh, for the city commission's review. Um, and so I, I want to encourage you, don't, don't um, short, short sell the importance of your invitation. Um, and I think that uh, if, you do, if you do invite the stakeholders, they're definitely going to show up. And it, it can very well be in a well-designed, facilitated process. It can be a very productive, interest-based discussion. And so uh, that's really all, all that I wanted to say um, this evening. And I hope that you find these memos and those comments to be helpful. Um, in no way are we trying to push back against the board's progress. Uh, we respect the position that you're in. We respect whatever outcome uh, comes out of your work. And we will, we will accommodate that um, in whatever way we can. I, I just wanted to offer that perspective and really encourage you to, um, to think about that as you talk about your next steps this evening. Brandon, thank you for um, for that um, uh, that prelude to to our conversation that we're going to have over those uh, those two documents, and um, also to the process. Um, uh, board Member Littleton. Yeah, this is uh, Board Member Stephanie Littleton. First, I want to say, Brandon, very well said. Thank you very much for for that. Um, as I was thinking coming into this meeting tonight and I listen in, you know, on the recording from the last one and kind of where we are in this point in time um, with all the invitation that's out there that Brandon has, has put out and the city has put out. Here's my, my thoughts for this meeting, kind of the goal of basically to discuss the documents, the agenda that we have, you know, allow ourselves the time to walk through the analysis, which we were waiting for. We really wanted to hear what the analysis was and the big picture of where we are with a revision and such at this point. Um, but ultimately, I, I think it's really going to be important for us as we come out of this meeting this evening is that we get on board with the next actions and really move forward with the, the offerings for the collaboration process. Um, you know, this is this is our opportunity. We've been wanting to pay, basically sit down at the table with representatives from different areas, um, and it's critical, I think, at this point that we we move to that, put that in action, uh, so we're in in line with those next steps for um, what the city commission is looking for is a plan, and we get to kind of drive that plan, and and we get to go and meet with folks that we've been needing to meet with. Because um, we put a lot of work, as we all know, into this revision with where we are today. Um, some of them, you know, some of the things may move forward like it is and some others may not. But that's why we need to have this collaboration so we can have all important parties at the table. Some community folks, um, LPOA, City Legal, PD, um, all of us sit down and walk through that process together. But I just wanted to kind of piggyback with what Brandon said so well, um, that I do think that, you know, we've, we've been waiting, we've waited for CityGate, 
we've got that now. We've done, we jumped on board and went ahead and did our engagement survey. Got great feedback from, from the citizens. Um, lots of information. So we've we've got so much going forward, but now now it's time really that we think of, you know, by the time we get done with this meeting that we take a vote and that we move on to get stakeholders together and, and we get a plan in place. And, and that way we all start talking together. That's my two cents on piggyback from Brandon. This is Chair Salvini. Thank you, Board Member Littleton. Uh, calling on Board Member Mishra. So, following up on what both Brandon and Stephanie have said, uh, I also believe this has been a very collaborative process along. And it feeds very well to the thing that a good plan is an an implementable plan is a good plan. We may have a great plan in writing, but if it's not going to go anywhere, all our time is wasted. So we need to figure out a means or a process that can make this implementable. And that's not saying that we take the low road. We still can take the high road and make sure that this is perfect community for safety and security where community engagement and equity and inclusion is also uh, considered. So clearly we are working through the process and I, I think both the feedback from the city staff and the legal uh, are very, very much to the point. I appreciate that feedback. Thank you. This is Chair Salvini. Thank you, Board Member Mishra. Um, I'd like to call on uh, Board Member Graybill. Uh, Chairman Salvini, I've got some questions of uh, Mr. McGuire, if that's permissible. Um, uh, this is Chair Salvini. Uh, Board Member Graybill, um, is this, uh, just for clarification, is this based on the remarks he made, or is it? are we ready to go into the documents? Both. Okay, very good. Thank you. Is that permissible? Absolutely. All right. uh, Mr. McGuire, <laughs> on your comments side of things, um, my first question is you emphasize that the city administrator or the city manager is solely responsible for personnel matters. And it seems to me like this board, the action or what this board does can, could be considered a personnel matter. Are you telling us that there is an objection within the city uh, manager structure to this board operating in the way this ordinance proposes that it operate? Assistant City Manager Brandon McGuire, I I would say I think I think the guidance that we provided in the memos is pretty straightforward. Um, so I don't want to get into too much uh, technical analysis just to reiterate that. But I, I will say because that that's a good a good question, um, although framed as as um, do we object? Is there an objection? Um, this is not 
this is not provided as an objection. This is not provided as as conflict. Um, this is this is to identify that investigations into city employees are personnel matters. That is under the purview by ordinance and statute of the city manager. And so that's that's a potential conflict, I think, that has yet to really be um, worked on uh, with with some of the key stakeholders at the table. How you know how do we ensure that um, employee privacy issues or uh, um, you know due you know due process issues um, don't you know that there's not some point of conflict uh, with this board's process? And so that's that's really all I'm saying is that there's more discussion to be had, and and I think that there are. There are a number of different options uh, to move forward positively on that particular subject. May I follow up, Madam Chairman? Absolutely. The floor is yours, sir. Uh, well, that brings me to your report itself. You do bring up uh, potential violations of due process rights of the police department and potential violations of privacy rights of police officers, no mention of citizens. But is there something specific in this proposed ordinance that the staff views as potential, has potential for violating either the privacy rights or the due process rights of a police officer as it stands? I'm, I'm not sure I understand the question. Could you well, let me rephrase it then? You point out in your in your uh, memorandum that the uh, that there's a, a at least looks to be like a concern that that somehow the the process involved in this ordinance would add the potential to violate the due process rights of a police officer or the privacy rights of a police officer. Is that correct? Is that what you were intending to convey? Assistant City Manager Brandon McGuire, um, if I understand the question right, uh, you're, you're saying that, that we've made a statement that the process that you've uh, you've spelled out in your ordinance violates due process, or has the potential to violate due process of a uh, city employee. Well, I, I would say I would say what we the the that's a great example of a conversation that needs to happen, or that would benefit from having the stakeholders at the table. So it's that's offered as a consideration of. Um, of a potential improvement, should we engage, should the board engage those those stakeholders? Tony, I see you've turned your camera. Uh, follow up. <clears throat> May I follow up? Absolutely. That is not what my question was. My question was, were you trying to convey a concern by the staff that there was a potential in provisions of this proposed ordinance 
that would violate the due process rights or the privacy rights of a police officer. I'm not saying, do you think they will? I'm saying, do you have concerns for that? Assistant City Manager Brandon McGuire, I think that there are uh, concerns about uh, potential um, due process and privacy uh, issues that could emerge, um, that could could um, be unforeseen through the uh, process in the ordinance. Um, uh, excuse me, this is Chair Salvini. I, I just want to confirm this. Uh, Board Member Graybill, are you reading from the section uh, subtitled Employer-Employee Relationship? I am. Okay, I'm just wanting to clarify that. Um, mm -hmm. Correct. May I follow up? Yes. Could you point out the sections in the proposed ordinance that gives you concern that those sections have the potential of violating the due process rights or the privacy rights of a police officer? This is Assistant City Manager Brandon McGuire. That would be a great, uh, great question for um, a, a group of the appropriate stakeholders to engage in, and that is the purpose of of providing that as a consideration. I would also I also see that Marie and Tony are in line for some uh, questions or response, and so I might offer the floor to uh, to Marie or Tony if they would like to jump in the conversation as well. I'd like to follow up with you, Mr. McGuire. Okay, absolutely. Let's go ahead and uh, we'll come back. Um, board Member Graybill, uh, Board Member Taylor. Mr. McGuire, the question is to you. You wrote this memo. Do you have personally have concerns? Um, may I, Marie no, Taylor? I'm not, born, I'm not yielding it. It's an add on to your comment. I don't care. Assistant City Manager Brandon McGuire, uh, we do take seriously the privacy of our employees, all city employees, um, and so any any process uh, where we are sharing um, employee uh, privileged employee information uh, with somebody who is not uh, part of the city management team uh, is is something that needs to be thought through very carefully. Do you have a problem or concern with specific parts of this proposed ordinance, you personally? Assistant City Manager Brandon McGuire, sharing, so the parts of the ordinance that uh, would require the sharing of um, employee personnel information, which we would otherwise keep private, is a cause for concern. That would be a great um, example of an issue to work through in an engaged way with the people whose uh, privacy uh, could potentially be um, uh, you know, subject to this ordinance. Even if the sharing of that information was subject to be shared in executive sessions under criminal penalty, if any of the people in those executive sessions divulge that information, do you still have a concern? Assistant City Manager Brandon McGuire, I, I, think, I think that um, that's a great question for you to ask this, the employees who um, 
whose information well, Mr. Squire, I'm asking you as part of the city staff who proposed this in the or in your memo. I'm not going to answer. I'm not going to answer any more questions from you. <laughs> Can we move on to the, the next question, Bill? No, I would like to have an answer to that question. I think it's a reasonable question. And I think I've delivered a reasonable answer, sir. Um, this is Chair Salvini. Um, at, at this time, can we move to the other comments from the board members? And uh, I'd like to call on um, Board Member Taylor. Board Member Marie Taylor. I, I think we need to make a distinction between the concern for uh, due process and, and privacy rights for the employees, but whether those concerns existed under the current framework we have for the ordinance right now because the that concern probably exists even with us having just the right to hear appeals of the same sorts of some some category of complaints so it may not be that it's something that's in the ordinance as proposed to be revised but that concern may already exist in the current in the, framework that we have in the standing ordinance and in, the, in uh, the current yes under the yeah. under the the role that the board already plays if we ever heard a complaint <laughs> under appeal okay <laughs> right okay uh, uh I'd, I'd like to call on uh, board member misha this is board member sanjay mishra i go back to the comment bill had made and I think it's, I, I, I wanna, I'm toying with the word to use because we are sworn to confidentiality. And if somebody then comes up and says, this is confidential information, I'm not going to release it because you spill it. it I don't think it's fair statement. Okay, um, any other, uh, uh, Chair Salvini calling on board member Gibson. Board member Jane Gibson. Um, I think Bill has well articulated one of my own questions. I have written mm -hmm. right there in front of me. Thank you, Bill. Um, I don't know that it's a question for Brandon to answer, but it does seem one that, this, that the attorneys ought to be able to answer for us. If there's something, you know, we had asked specifically for any problems, any issues that might arise as a result of this ordinance. And this seems to be something that's being targeted in Brandon's memo, but without any specificity to help us work on it. If there is something there that, that gives rise to this concern for violation of police to police officers, due process and privacy, mm -hmm. then mm -hmm. we need to know what that is. And, and, um, I think that maybe it's the it's Tony Wheeler, maybe, or Randy Larkin, who could help us understand where this concern lies within the specific ordinance. What is it in the ordinance that it, gives rise to this worry? This, I'm sorry, excuse me. This is Chair Salvini, real quickly. Um, if I could, uh, Jane, can we clarify and make sure that that's the draft ordinance instead of the standing ordinance? Yeah, it's the draft ordinance. Okay, perfect. Thank you. That's what we asked the staff to comment on. We asked them right. to look at our draft, our proposal, to find right. out where its weaknesses, where contradictions were, where there were gaps, where there were issues that might arise that we hadn't anticipated. We said, mm -hmm. we don't know what we don't know, and we want you to look at it in that very broad way, not just legally, but in that very broad way. But this seems to be something 
that's legal. This seems to be a, a legal question. So let's ask for the legal expertise. This is Assistant City Manager Brandon McGuire. I'm going to jump in, uh, and then I'll ask Tony to respond directly to the question if she would like. Um, I want to reiterate that this this memo, um, the analysis from the staff of your ordinance, is is provided to highlight that there is further discussion that we would strongly encourage the board to have in an engaged way with the appropriate stakeholders at the table. I I would. I would offer a different interpretation, which is not so much a technical one, but, but in a, I guess a question for the board of, do you want to do this to the employees or do you want to do this with the employees? And, I, and as well as the community. Um, to board member Grable's point, uh, we did point out that privacy of uh, witnesses or victims or other community members is also a potential concern that the board the board's uh, recommendation to the commission could benefit from working through uh, with some stakeholders engaged. And that's the reference to the uh, potential for an opt-in an opt uh, sort of, uh, sort of uh, policy under the other considerations heading. And, and so privacy in general is, a, is we, we think, a, a consideration that the board's work product could benefit from through an engaged process. And that's the point of offering all of these considerations in the memo, is that there's more work to do. Our intent is not to get into a um, technical question and answer analysis or um, you know, hold court tonight. We are saying that we are willing to work and, and support your work on these um, if you choose to engage with stakeholders, we'll make that happen for you because there's more conversation to have. So Tony, if, if you would like to make further comment, please do so. Attorney Tony Wheeler, thank you um, very much. Um, I would just reiterate that that is our understanding. We were asked to provide feedback on the ordinance to give you um, some thoughts on areas of concern. And that's what we have tried to do in this memo. Um, we are not prepared to go line by line and um, have a you know, a back and forth on uh, this word versus that word, this line versus that line. Um, the the um, firm that we hired to help us with this matter um, advised the city commission in their report that, um, you know, just going back and forth on a, a draft ordinance is not the most productive way to move forward. Rather, we wish to identify issues and invite um, additional discussion with community members, um, employees, um, impacted parties uh, on this ordinance. So. Um, I just reiterate that, that that was our intention in identifying areas of concern, things that should be considered, pondered, um, and looked at. Uh, this is Chair Salvini calling on Board Member Littleton. This is Board Member Stephanie Littleton. I, I, I want to um, take a second to, to say thank you, um, and this is just not being kind. This is, just, you know, we've wanted this analysis. We have this. Um, it speaks highly to some of the, the specific concerns, um, in in particular, even to Bill's point um, that I know that I've been aware of. Um, even our current existing ordinance um, that had we once again to um, to Marie's point as well, had we even seen a complaint 
that it would probably be a matter of issue of what we were seeing or what was disclosed to us. Um, so I, I just want to thank the staff for putting all this together. We've asked for it. We have it. We've seen the city gates report. Um, there, are, there are definitely some, some opportunities here for all sites to talk about some of the, the highlights they put in here that are definitely of concern. Doesn't mean that we can't do this or do that um, with what we've proposed, but we certainly need to work to come together. You know, once again, I, I, I want to re re reiterate as well um, that next steps for coming together for collaboration, because I think that's just going to be critical because we've had, we've got all this feedback, we've done all this work. Now we really need to come to the table and talk with everyone that, that matters in this process. You know, I think it's really important that, you know, we, we get, we want everybody, you know, the important people's buy-in because we want to know that at the end of the day, what we end up with, that we have the oversight that the city wants to have, that we all would like to, to see that's right for the citizens. Um, but everybody that matters and stakeholders need to be at that table and, and everybody walk through that together. Um, or we're just going to continue to spend a lot of time that's precious to what we could be doing. Um, so I just, that's what I, I want to just finish up with. So thank you, Tony, for your input. Um, this is Chair Salvini calling on board member Robinson. I'm sorry, did you have your hand up? This is board member Robinson. I, I didn't have my hand up, but I do have a, okay. just a clarification. Um, so how do we envision this conversation with stakeholders going? Is this going to be a conversation where we do go line by line through the draft ordinance and get feedback from stakeholders? Um, how do we envision this happening? Uh, board member, this is Chair Salvini calling on board member Littleton. Um, this board member Littleton, um, Jenny, good question. Um, I don't have the answers all for that, but I know I've heard several different variations of thoughts about what that would look like, whether it be an open meeting, not an open meeting. Um, there's mixed sides to both about, I know, I think Marie and Captain McKinley both spoke of, um, you know, having smaller group meetings would be more effective in order to have more open conversation, not to be not transparent, but to be able to, to get more down to the, to the core versus open. Um, so I don't know what that looks like, but I think that's something we, you know, certainly we should discuss what we think that looks like, what would be most effective or what are our options, right? Um, but um, I do think that we should look at taking the current ordinance, take our revised and take what the feedback we've got, you know, you know, all this analysis and we just, we take all of that information and we sit down and start walk, working through that with all the stakeholders. Board Member Robinson. Board Member Robinson. Um, Brandon, are you able to advise us on how boards have proceeded with um, engaging with stakeholders in the past and what's been helpful in that process? Assistant City Manager Brandon McGuire. Uh, Yes, I think I think there are you know there are lots of different ways you could approach this. Um, I I would say uh, you know there are there are a few distinct 
sort of stakeholder groups, uh, voices that you would want at the table, and then you'd probably want to take you know this this number and and augment it um, you know based on your own discussion and your own uh, uh, you know, uh, knowledge of the community. Um, so some of the the voices at the table you know would be the police officers association, uh, uh, police leadership. Um, Probably a city management, uh, which would be myself, um, most likely, uh, and and so from the staff, city staff, um, that's probably about it. Now we could augment that with more technical expertise, such as um, legal expertise or human resources. Um, you know those types of of our uh, supportive services. Um, from the board, I think you would want um, at least three, if not all, board members. Um, uh, at the table, um, and I think that's uh, you know, Stephanie alluded to that. That's kind of a question of do you want to do it as an, as a public meeting or um, not? I would say that there's that there's probably you know merit to to each way of doing it, um, and uh, in the interest of transparency, I think it always you know it's always good to err on the side of, of doing it in, in public. Um, but the board members definitely need to have a strong voice at the table. Um, I would I would suggest somebody from the broader criminal justice system, um, perhaps the district attorney's office, and we could uh, make that invita invitation as well. Um, and and I say that especially because uh, many or some matters um, of of complaint result from a, a criminal or, or from a policing action that has some sort of tie to the criminal justice system. Um, we also have our city municipal court. Um, so perhaps they could provide um, some expertise from the broader criminal justice system. Um, I think I think you definitely want to get some community leadership, especially from um, some of our uh, underrepresented community members. Um, and uh, you know we could we can help with that. Um, uh, we had we've had many people in the community engaged in um, various. Uh, engagement processes over the last several years, whether it's the strategic plan, the police study, or other, other sorts of um, community-driven processes. And so we can get some community leadership voices at the table that I think will provide uh, very good insight about what the um, expectations of the community are uh, for, for oversight and accountability, as well as um, you know, matters of privacy from the citizen perspective and, and that sort of thing. Um, so those are probably, that's probably like the, the minimum group of stakeholders. And I would say, you know, I, I would say you, you wouldn't want to get um, too many more than probably, you know, 10, 15 range um, if we can work that out. Um, just because it, 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 can be, it can be hard to facilitate a group too much larger than that, although I have seen it done. Um, and so uh, there, there, there are, you know, different ways of facilitating. It could be facilitated by a member of city staff, a member of the board, um, somebody that the board appoints uh, to facilitate it, um, a consultant. Uh, there are some, some excellent facilitators here in our community who I think would be more than willing to jump right in and help us out if we asked. Um, and I think that they would, they would play a good objective role and, and help us with that interest-based approach where we all identify what all the concerns are and then we all work together to own those concerns and come up with um, with a uh, a collaborative solution to those. Um, and so that's really how I would 
how I guess I, I would envision it if, if I were designing the process, um, if that provides enough detail. Um, this is Chair Salvini. I saw uh, uh, Board Member Grable's hand up after uh, Jenny Robinson's. This is Board Member Robinson's. It was Stephanie Little, Littleton's hand was up. Okay, thank you. Uh, uh, Board Member Littleton? I was just uh, wanted to comment. I think uh, Brandon somewhat spoke to uh, this Board Member Stephanie but. I could I could envision us having an independent facilitator to mediate. So I think he kind of threw that in there, but I would definitely think that would be something we would want to discuss having as well. I, I'm sorry, Stephanie, did you, uh, can you repeat that? Um, I just could envision us having an independent facilitator to mediate. Um, I think Brandon alluded to that, but I just wanted to clarify. I think that's something we would want to to consider like a, a, an objective consultant, as he mentioned. Uh huh. Yeah, somebody independent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, board member Misha. Member Misha. So, Brandon, are we thinking about a three-hour full day? How long is this conversation? one shot conversation, multiple rounds of conversation. What's the best way to approach this? Assistant City Mayor. Brandon McGuire, that is a very good question, um, Sanjay. I, I would, having just gone through um, two interest-based uh, interest union negotiations um, where I was on the management side of the table, um, I, I, I would recommend uh, probably multiple sessions um, Two, two hours a piece, maybe. Um, it, just because once you get, you know, once you identify the concerns, you want to allow for enough time to really work through those concerns, not just make demands of each other, but truly work in a collaborative way. And that does take time. Thank you. Uh, board Member Robinson and Board Member Gibson. Board Member Robinson, is this something that we're envisioning um, addressing during our regular regular monthly meetings. Um, I, I don't imagine it'll be possible for people to be available for large blocks of time during a weekday. Um, is, is that kind of what we're envisioning? Kind of asking you, Brandon, as well as the board. Brandon? Uh, Jane has her hand up, so I'm going to let her have oh, the floor. I'm first. sorry, uh, Board Member Gibson. Uh, Board Member Jane Gibson. Um, all this discussion about bringing stakeholders together and talking about the ordinance and issues that might arise within the ordinance, it seems to me that, that even having this conversation assumes that we as a board are through with our part of the ordinance. I don't think we are. Um, in fact, there are agenda items that we are miles from now on this agenda for this evening that were about our finishing up our work, our making sure that we did the very best job that we knew how to do before we bring it to the table with all these other stakeholders for a conversation. <clears throat> so the question for this board is, are we done um, so that we are ready to put this out there for others? Yeah. Or do we want to try to finish it up using the community input 
that we sought through that survey, plus information that I think we were trying to have a conversation about um, in the two memoranda that were attached to the agenda this evening. Um, are we done or, um, or do we have more work to do on this ordinance? And, and on this conversation about getting stakeholders together, we need to be done in order to do that. So that's the question, are we or not? Board member Misha. Sandy Misha, board member. So Jane, that's a great point. And the question is, when do you know you have a perfect product or you have come to that point that you can share it with the outside world? Those are two different things. And my experience is sooner we get the stakeholders involved, the final outcome comes quicker and you have a better product. So in my case, I think we have spent a lot of time working, from my viewpoint, we have spent a lot of time working on this, and there are a few uh, issues that we can clean up, but we are, I think we are ready to go into a conversation with the stakeholders to say, here are some issues, or how do we respond, how do we make it better? Rather than wait for us to do the best, and then they come back and say, what you have as best is not going to fly. Yeah. Um, this is Chair Salvini. I'm going to say that, that I don't know that, that um, I, I'm going to agree uh, with Jane. And I'm going to also ask a question. And uh, so the, the question is, are we done or are we not? And um, so I think it was the intent of the board to collect the information from the surveys, uh, revisit that along with the feedback from uh, the city staff to polish up a, a final draft, if you will. And I think I would feel more comfortable revisiting that. And I'll come up with a question here in a minute um, before we go to the table with stakeholders, um, thinking that that's um, for uh, final ob observation and clarification and, um, um, you know, because I mean, at this point, I'm thinking with the representation of the board, with um, the feedback that we've received um, in general, and then folding in also um, uh, some of CityGate's report, I, I think we're ready to finish it. If there's anything out there that we really need to consider, and this might be an exercise that we need to think about uh, in terms of getting um, to a, a final um, copy to, um, to visit with stakeholders about, um, uh, you know, do we, do we have one more step of work to do to literally comb through and raise the kind of questions that, that have already been raised tonight as well about clarification in that we want a, a document that, that we feel comfortable with. And if there are questions about the document um, that have been raised, we, we want to make it right. And I think that's the sentiment I've heard tonight as well. Uh, I'll move on to uh, Board Member Taylor. Board Member Murray Taylor. So I think, uh, uh, Tanya, I, I agree with what you're saying. Um, and 
I read our work now is to, to do what Jane has talked about, is to polish up what we see as issues based on the information that was provided and any other thoughts that we have from the, from the summaries of the surveys that we received. And um, if that's okay, I'd like to just launch off into some of my thoughts on that. <laughs> so in terms of the, um, the, the legal review of the ordinance, no, nothing struck me as new. We've they've, those the points that were raised have come up in discussion, and so it's just a matter of whether we still want to proceed with some of the things we knew were challenges. So, for instance, the 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 language that we included that basically created some unfunded mandates and some directives to the city manager in terms of hiring an investigator. We could decide whether that was something we still wanted to keep in. The ordinance or not, knowing that that is uh, has some legal um, challenges potentially to that. So that's something we could talk about. I think the issue on um, privacy and due process already existed as concerns within the current framework that we have and with that we technically operate as a board. So I don't think that that's not a new issue. It might not be. Um, something that would be supported by their stakeholders, but that's that's what we have now. So the question then in my mind is, do we backstep from that and and change what is already an issue that has to be kind of um, monitored and 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 protected in terms of what we know are what the barriers would be in our in our role um, to re in reviewing any employee file. So that's to me, that's, I don't know what involvement stakeholders had when the creation of the board was done through the ordinance. So that might be a missing conversation or the same conversation would happen again about that kind of figuring out like what our role would be in, in an employee employer situation. And then from my thoughts from the summary is I think we should have a discussion about whether we have a criminal background check as part of the membership qualifications section and think and and think through some of the pros and cons of that. And I think they were they were we heard from all sides on that issue. So that might be worth having a conversation about did we change our position um, in that aspect of the ordinance. Thank you, Board Member uh, Taylor. Uh, I'm calling on Board Member Gibson. Board Member Jane Gibson, thank you, Marie. Um, you articulated, I think, some of the real key issues that we need to discuss. Um, I would add yeah. to that the question of whether or not we want to accept anonymous complaints um, uh, as a subject for us to consider. I think the opt-in um, language in that memo is something we want to talk about also. Yeah. Um, and then um, there's the important issue that was raised by Suzanne Valdez that would potentially put us in conflict with any criminal investigations of complaints, and that needs to be resolved as well. And for me, that's a, that's a nice list of things for us to talk about and try to clean up in this ordinance. Mm -hmm. um, while we're on a roll right here, I want to ask the group's uh, input on, on anything else that they saw um, from the feedback. Um, that um, and from the analysis that um, that are major issues that we need to to discuss for a bit in terms of uh, 
addressing those issues in the uh, draft proposal. Um, I'd like to call on board member Mishra and then board member Littleton. Sanjay Mishra, board member. So one of the things I saw was common across the two reports that we got was the workload and suggesting that if you want to do all, there'll be a lot of work. And I, that's something we should discuss is where do we want to be? Is should do we just look at the appeals or should we look at all the complaints? Because at this point, we don't know how many complaints come. Thank you, board member Misha. Uh, calling on Stephanie Littleton. This board member, Stephanie Littleton. Well, Sanjay, you, you took my point that I was yeah. but I want to add to that because um, I had highlighted all since we, you know, we've kind of come careful about the all. And so I just had a, a couple of thoughts on that. I do know um, that the police department, and I'm assuming that they have the new system in place that has um, triggers um, that are incorporated into it. And our concerns originally were, if we didn't see all complaints, we couldn't see patterns. Um, I think with the new systems in place, system. some of that takes away some of those concerns for us. Um, and we all know, you know, realistically that we, we don't, would not have the time as a volunteer board to see all mm -hmm. that. I think that's truly realistic. Um, what we what we obviously are going to probably want to see is the, the, the OPA complaints, the more in, you know, serious uh, matters that, that do go beyond just a basic, you know, complaint that the, that the uh, supervisor can handle um, on, on a shift per se. Um, so I, I thought back through this because I was one that was very much a proponent of the all and I feel like I've come full circle on that. And I understand in the bigger picture, you know, I, it's no, we don't know the volume, but it's not really probably realistic, but we wouldn't really be spending all of our time looking at all of them. Um, that's not really the point. Um, and we really need to be engaged in the ones that matter. Um, so I do think beyond, I, we, I do still feel very strongly that we see more than bias-based complaints, um, but definitely we don't need to see the all. So I just want to come back on that because I'm right there with you, Sanjay, that that's something that we could certainly move on. And I'm just thinking, you know, in the big picture here, I do think, um, I'm just going to reiterate this again, whatever that looks like, if it's, if it's in the next month, I, th I do think that we probably want to get on, on board of getting this collaboration going sooner than later. I'm not meaning to not finish up the product, so to speak, but I do think as long as we work through, maybe looking through this analysis tonight and we come to a decision if it's not all complaints and if it's not having an independent investigator in, in our ordinance, if it's taking out the criminal background piece, that we kind of clean some of that up doesn't mean we have to have it perfected by the time we start the collaboration process. Um, but because we can st still have that discussion going to come in together, even while we start that going, this is what we want to, to talk through further. But I do think that we need to move on that. We don't want to be kind of left behind, so to speak, in getting somewhere with the strategic plan and all that, you know, 
the plan from the city gate report saying, you know, and everybody in the city working on this in their own departments and then the board still kind of sitting here. Um, and we have worked on a long time and we could continue to refine this for the next couple of years probably. <laughs> but, um, but I think polishing up the important pieces, right? What some of what Jane and, and um, Marie have brought up and just hit on those high points and see where we land to move forward. Thanks. Thank you, Board Member Littleton. Um, I'd like to call on Board Member Robinson. It's Board Member Robinson. I didn't know if we wanted to go kind of piece by piece with the all complaints, anonymous complaints, criminal background checks, um, or how we want to proceed with that. If anyone has any other areas that they'd like to discuss. Um, uh, board member Littleton. This board member, uh, Stephen Littleton. Um, Jenny, you know, maybe we just let's pick um, where we, the first one is at the staff review of the draft ordinance. Maybe go through, hit those high points, and see you know what, what you know get feedback from everybody what their thoughts are on it. I think starting with um, the first one on that memo, you know about hiring outside counsel. Let's let's start talking about these and let's walk through them. What, what's the thoughts on that as far as what we have in the ordinance versus the explanation that is given? Jane? Board Member Jane Gibson, um, we've been at this for two hours and yeah. have not addressed these last um, agenda items. Um, effectively, and we're talking about the need to have conversations about some number of issues that have been raised by uh, people in the survey and others on in the memoranda. Um, my feeling is that we should schedule another meeting um, just devoted to discussing, to doing this last polishing up, rather than starting after nine o'clock. Yeah. to discuss some really important issues about the ordinance. And, you know, I'm old and probably in the minority here, but, you know, we're heading towards my bedtime. And I don't want to start a big, important discussion when I'm ready to fall asleep. So that's just me. Thank you, Jane. Board Member Littleton? Yeah, no, uh, this board member, Stephen Littleton, I totally understand, Jane. I'm tired, too. I've been working all day. Um, I, I would not be opposed, you know, maybe schedule a special meeting for the next a week or two to come back because it's fresh in our minds. We we have some hot particular topics that we know we need to want to polish up on. So I would I would be up for that. Um, any other comments from any other members? Um, this is Chair Salvini. So, uh, Board Member Gibson, are we talking about a special meeting between now and our next scheduled meeting? Um, I don't think it's up to me. I, I would I would do that. I would show up. Um, I think we need to hear from the other board members what they would like to do. Maybe maybe they want to go from now till midnight. The city commission does that. <laughs> Feedback from the board. Uh, board member Graybill. Board member Graybill. No, I don't want to go till midnight. <laughs> Thank you, Bill. <laughs> okay. How about if we do this? How about if we um, really uh, hold ourselves accountable to a meeting between now and the next scheduled meeting um, to really um, 
dissect uh, the, the data that we have collected in the agenda and uh, comb back through on our own the ordinance in terms of where some, uh, particularly in the midsection, which I think most of these affect of the ordinance, um, what we need to consider uh, given this feedback with some of the primary points, by the way, and thank you all that have been raised this evening um, with regard to privacy issues, um, the, uh, reviewing all complaints. I think since we uh, started the conversation on complaints, the information that we've received with regard to the database system that um, the law enforcement's going to be setting up that that's maybe address some of those um, issues. Um, anyway, that we come back and, and, and polish off the, the ordinance. Okay, uh, Board Member Grable. Board Member Grable, so moved. <laughs> okay, we've got a motion on the floor. Do we need, we need a second? Uh, board member Littleton. And this board member uh, Stephanie Littleton. I'm, I'm not really clear on are we moving on to having another meeting between now and the next one or? Yes. We're looking at saying, okay, so looking at a, get kind of a date in mind. I don't know if we have, uh, if Brandon maybe can help us with mm -hmm. availability. Uh, Stephanie, we need a second. Uh, Madam Chairman, there's a motion on the floor. Yes. If it's a second. We can discuss it. If yes, not, absolutely. Second. That's Looking. I'm sorry, Stephanie. So, so, so sorry. I didn't mean to ramble on. I just said there's a second motion. So we're good. First, is there a second to the motion? I, I haven't seen one Stephanie, yet. So, Stephanie seconded. Oh, you did. I'm sorry. Thank you. Okay. Um, there's a motion. Uh, to meet between now and the next scheduled meeting. Um, it's been seconded by uh, board member Littleton. Um, discussion. Uh, in terms of the date, we'll send out a couple of proposed dates um, between then, uh, the next meeting um, to see uh, if folks can meet. It seems like Thursdays have been good. So maybe two weeks from today. Um, and uh, I think we're ready to vote if there's no more discussion. Uh, all those in favor, yay. All those opposed, nay. We'll start with board member Gibson. Yes. Board member Graybill. Board member Graybill, yay. Board member Littleton. Yes. Board member Mishra. Board member Mishra, yes. Board member Robinson. Board member Robinson, yay. Board member Taylor. Board member Taylor, uh, we have a, a co public comment. Oh, Acknowledge, we'll get it after the vote. Uh -huh. um, yay. And uh, Chair Salvini, yay. Uh, seven votes have it. Um, it's passed. Uh, we will meet between now and then to really uh, spend a very efficient time on, on, on addressing the ordinance. I'd like to take a moment to um, acknowledge and address um, our citizen member, uh, Alex Kerr. Uh, good evening again. Um, I want to share some information about what I have been talking with the community about this ordinance. It's not 
the actual ordinance and written form. It's actually how this ordinance is being created. Um, so most, so half of the people that I'm talking with are thinking that this board should maybe speed it up a little bit, and then others are saying to me that this board should keep it the same speed. And since I'm a community member, I have to represent both of them. Um, so I would like to remind that board or th uh, this board that some people in the community kind of want, you know, to speed it up. Some people just wanted to say it the same speed. Um, it's just, it, it's just really, I think you're, I think the sport's fine personally, but you know, some people think you should, the sport should kind of speed up how they're, how they're doing this ordinance a little bit. Um, so that's all I have. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Mr. Kerr. Okay, um, we've got the motion. We um, are there any other uh, items that anyone wishes to discuss on the agenda? Uh, board member Littleton. This board member Littleton. So, just to get clarification and thoughts from the board with where we're going here. So, so we we're going to meet in the say next in the next two weeks. What's the thought looking? ahead so we can kind of get some things in motion for the next steps, the next action beyond polishing up the, the high points that we just kind of briefly mentioned. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to say that uh, again, um, the challenge uh, is for each member to really um, to uh, very comprehensively look at all of the feedback now, um, look at where we might uh, look at some modifications perhaps uh, in the ordinance um, only to um, clean it up to where we um, feel comfortable at the next meeting. After that, I think then at our next scheduled meeting that we then talk about next steps in terms of collaboration um, and, and, and get things ready to um, do a final a final on the uh, ordinance and probably in a couple of months. Um, that's that's what I think. And, and assuming that in that time, maybe two or three months have those stakeholder meetings, preferably two. Am I completely off base here? <laughs> And this board member, Stephen Littleton, just liked some feedback. Thank mm -hmm. you from others. Mm -hmm. just kind of looking at which, what are your thoughts for a kind of a timeline for for stakeholder meeting? That's what I'm really looking at. Sure. I'm uh, for. I'm just going to go ahead and and say that I think um, after next the next meeting, we need to talk about specifics in terms of collaboration, in terms of collaboration, and and probably conclude with those uh, those processes by October, sometime in October, and have a final ordinance that we can present uh, to the city commission, assuming, Brandon, that's what our next steps are. This is a board member, and uh, what, what's everyone else's thoughts in that timeline? You know, that's, that's quite a stretch out there for us to get engaged with 
all that we've waited for to do here. So, um, Bill, 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 and then with Chairman Salvini, I think her plan's a good plan. Okay. All right, and Sanjay. I think that uh, October timeline would work. End of September, early October. So I'm thinking if we are good with our um, edits by our next scheduled meeting, which is October, the August meeting, then we have about six, eight weeks to finalize this. All right, any other thoughts? Jane? Board member Jane Gibson, I think that timeline works as a goal. I think we better, you know, build in a little flexibility because we don't really know what sure. we're going to encounter when we have this group of people who have very different views of the CPRB and what we can and should do and what we should not do. So, you know, I think it's fine to set the, that as a goal. And I like the, the plan to, to meet in a couple of weeks and then meet on the scheduled meeting and, and then have the discussion about you know, the collaborate, the collaborative process and who we would like to include and that deadline and all that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, very good then. All right. Is there any other discussion or motion? The board member Littleton. I motion to adjourn. It's a motion to adjourn. Do we have a second? Uh, board member Graybill seconding. Uh, discussion? Okay. All those in favor, yay. All those opposed, nay. Board Member Gibson? Yay. Board Member Graybill? Board Member Graybill, yay. Board Member Mishra? Board Member Mishra, yes. Board Member Littleton? Yes. Board Member Robinson? Board Member Robinson, yay. Board Member Taylor? Board Member Marie Taylor, yay. Board Member Salvini, yay. The yays have it uh, with a vote of seven to zero. I would like to take some time to thank everyone once again for the work that they've done so far, particularly the reports that were prepared tonight by Brandon and um, Lieutenant Ernst, and also the feedback and the memos from both Brandon and the, the city staff. Um, we really want to thank you for having all that work available to us so we can roll up our sleeves and get to work on it. Okay. All right. Good night, everyone. We'll Good see night. you in a couple of weeks. Good Watch night. for an invitation. Okay. Bye-bye.